Hello and good morning to you, my beloved brothers and dear sisters in the Lord. Of course, we are all sons of God. Amen and amen. Of course, it's your brother, Pastor Chidi Jacob, here this morning to share with you and to fellowship in spirit, in light, and in truth. When God said, let there be light, what that simply means is that man was in darkness and Jesus is the manifestation, the one who came down to explain to man who man really is. And it's not difficult to understand. You will know that until Jesus came, nobody saw God as a father. They all had this this, uh, relationship that was not personal. It was man and God. So when Jesus came and said, no, that person you are calling God is actually your father. It shocked them to their bones. I've told you this over and over again. Man is always looking for something to worship. So it got them so confused when Jesus came down as a man and said, well, me and my father are one. That means technically I'm God. And it confused them because somebody appearing like a man did not fit into the picture of God they had. And today is the same thing. When we try to explain to people really who God is, it doesn't really connect because it doesn't look like God. How can you say, well, Jesus was God and he ate the food of human beings. And uh, if he ate the food of human beings, that means he did, um, you know, visited the toilet regularly just as a human being. So the God that they were looking for came down to say, to tell them who he really was, who he really is and who he was. And you know what he called himself? He called himself the son of man. Today, man, instead of opening his heart to understand who he is, man is more serious in looking for a deity to worship. And that's what religion has done. And where has it left us? Is that today we are not sure who, where we stand. We are not sure. We have not understood that the whole thing is dependent on what is going on in our heart. Religion teaches us all manner of activities, hoping that in those activities, we use those activities to change the hand of time or change the hand of God. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, do not try to change the world if not to change your heart. In fact, to change the world is to change your heart. No wonder the words of Jesus were repent and believe, and all these are functions of the heart. Praise God. Amen and amen. Now, it will make more sense to us, and I was trying to post this on Facebook since yesterday. I kind of haven't gotten to it. I was going to give people a reminder, and let me sound that this morning. You know those words that religion, you know, gave to us, and today I cannot, uh, you know, I can guarantee you this. There are many people who are suffering, who are in pain, who are in confused state, who are failing, and they have wrongly assumed that God is in this, that it is God that has put them in this position, maybe to take them to their next level. For them to get to their next level, they must suffer terribly. For them to, for God to lift them, they must have to be born in a place of pain. And these are some of those long-held beliefs. I believe them, you know. But, beloved, I'm not here to say is right or wrong. I'm just here to present the truth that probably will help a lot of people. And the reason I'm saying this is so that you don't end up suffering 
being in pain that you don't have to be. And why you are there is because of ignorance. And why you are there is because of lack of belief. And why you are there is because your heart is stuck in a place. And then you think that this is the hand of God. Imagine the Israelites who left the, who left Egypt and the 40 day journey turned into 40 years because of their unbelief. And they were saying, well, this is God preparing us for, for what is ahead. And they say, well, this is God getting us ready, you know, for what is coming. And they say, well, what is coming is so glorious. So this is God suffering us. No, sir. It was not the plan of God. It was, be- the Bible said it clearly. It was because of their unbelief. God does not turn a 30, a 10, a, a 40 days journey into 40 years because that's what he wants. No, sir. No, it's unbelief. It was because of unbelief. And what is unbelief? If you read well, the Bible said their heart was hardened. They hardened their heart. So I'm saying this so that all of us, now that we know, now that we know where we stand, now that we see who we are, now that we see the power we have, you can go back and see how responsible you are for your life. And you make sure that your heart is at the right place at all times. And I was sharing with them. Now you know why it would be a very bad thing, you know, for you to allow anybody to poison your heart. Allow anybody to allow negativity to come into your life. If there's anything you check constantly, is the place of your heart. And you know how to do that now. Praise God. Let me give you something else that you should think about. Did you know why in Nigeria we are praying for Nigeria? Everybody praying for Nigeria. Church pray for Nigeria. Everybody pray for Nigeria. And it looks like the more we pray, it looks like the worse things get. Think about it. The majority of the people who are praying for Nigeria have in their heart, have an evil stand concerning the country. They don't see anything good in the country. They don't see anything good. In fact, their heart is evil towards the country and they are praying for the country. Sir, stop your prayer. Your prayer is, is a wasted prayer. Stop. Because what ultimately happens is what is in your heart. What ultimately comes to pass is what is in your heart. It's not what your mouth is saying. And so, and I see this all the time. You see even pastors, you see people who are talking about praying for Nigeria in one mouth. Then on the other mouth, they are telling you how evil they believe um, you know, the whole place is. Friend, let us run away from religious exercises and get, the, and get down to spirituality. Because spirituality is where the life is. And what is spirituality? It's what is going on at the center of your heart. Now, I have said this to bring us to the point of where we're going to. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, don't forget I've said we have laid the foundation. We've talked about belief and and I will continue to talk about belief because belief is the center of all things. Belief is the activation and belief is where our, when our heart is engaged. And when I say heart, of course, I'm not talking about the physical organ. I'm talking about the center of your will, the center of your thoughts, the center of your affections, the center of your emotions. When they they all agree on one thing and I've said the word is it that we agree most is who we are now that we know who we are who are we the living expressions of god that's our reality the living expressions of god that's our reality that's where we stand secondly what do we have the same creative imagination creative inspiration that the living expression used to create all things is still the same power given to us to continue to manifest to continue to grow and to bear forth fruit and so friend Going forward, we will center on learning how to work on the imagination. Remember, I said to you that to believe is the ability to transcend beyond your five senses. How are you going to do that? No, it's in your imagination, sister. My brother, it's in your imagination. 
It's in your creative imagination. That's how you can... Somebody might be listening to me and your body is full of pain. That is the... Just listen carefully. Your body is full of pain. And you've always had this pain. You've always had this pain. Or maybe you are born with it. Or maybe it began somewhere. Or maybe you have been having this crisis. You are listening to me now. That is your current physical reality, right? Your body senses it. Your body knows it. So we are not saying it does not exist. No. But it's only but one state. And don't forget, in the equation of things, every state is subject to change. That's why when we say, when science is talking about, you know, as, as the change of state, it's like telling you the spiritual language is that, you know, nothing is impossible, anything can change. Every state is subject to a change. Now, and this state is the state that you are. Don't forget, whether you put yourself there or, or biology put you inside there or situations put you inside there. So that means there are things that conspired to put you there. Now, you are in that place. That's one state. But that state can change to another state where you are perfect, where you are without this pain, where you are without this sickness. So what do you do? When I say that belief is the ability to transcend beyond your five senses, it's not to deny that you are in this state. No, but it's that in your creative imagination, you can begin to, in the eyes of your spirit, see yourself completely whole without that sickness. That you are completely perfect without that sickness. Remember, your five senses still feels it. And I'm not saying you should deny it. I'm not even saying you should say it's evil. Just understand it that this is a state. There are things that conspire. Listen to me. Whether it is what you did or whether it is what your parents did or whether it came to you by birth, it's not the issue now. It's just a state. But that state is subject to change. How are you changing it? So in your physical present state, you see this condition as it is. But you start to, in your creative imagination, in the eyes of your spirit, you see yourself in your desired state. That's what I mean by transcending beyond your physical senses. That's what I mean by seeing yourself at the end. What will you want to happen is to be perfectly whole. That whatever, and this is why I talk about defining things and having them clearly. What you want to see is to be perfectly whole. That's what you want to see. Now, you are not interested in how you're going to get there, but you are the end now from the beginning because this pain is not good for you. This pain is not good for God. This, and, and please, beloved, I've said this already. Please, please, remove your mind. Remove your head from all those stories of, you know, God allows the pain because in your pain you become great. God does not, God doesn't need to use something like that to bring good. Now, if God ever needed to use pain, if God ever needed to use suffering, he has already done that. And he know who he did it. He did it upon himself for our behalf, on our behalf. He did it on himself. That is, he did it on Christ, which is the exact representation of himself on our behalf. He has done it for us. He doesn't need to come and pain you again, fill your body with pain and sickness to migrate you to the next level. Those kind of things makes you stay in that condition, makes you accept a condition that you should not accept. So what I'm saying is this, don't be bitter, don't be frustrated, don't be angry. What you have to do is to understand that this is only but a state which a lot of things has worked together to come to this state. Now, God has given you a creative power in you through your imagination to place yourself at the end from the beginning. And how do you do that? It's constantly to see yourself where you want to be, free of that pain, free of that, of that uh, condition. And in your mental 
talk i i say this all the time you, and you know it you will do the same thing so even in this condition you you are or whatever situation you are and don't forget even though i'm using this as an example this is how it applies to any other thing and so in those mental talk you have to yourself you see yourself talking telling somebody how perfect you are telling a friend telling a brother telling a sister how perfect you are how you are free, completely free, more freer, in fact, more freer than you have ever been in your life, more happier than you have ever been in your life, more healed than you've been than you've never been in your life. And dwell there, my brother and sister, and dwell in that place. And that's what I'm talking about. This is why I keep saying that God is in us at all times in every situation if we know how to engage. Remember, go into your innermost chamber, close the door, and have a conversation with your father. What I'm telling you is how to operate this in a, in a practical time. That's the conversation you have. In your self-talk, that's what you talk. You see yourself telling somebody how 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 all of a sudden this pain vanished. How all of a sudden you are just free enjoying your life. And that's what you retain over and over again. Friend, there is no pattern of prayer. Listen to me carefully. There is no pattern of prayer that is is, is more powerful than what I just told you now. Because everything Jesus taught about prayer, this is the summary of it. If you are praying for something, he said, believe that you have it and it's yours. He said, you can say it to this mountain. So when you are having that conversation, it's like you're looking at a mountain, but the mountain is there physically. But right now you are talking about the mountain as if the mountain is in the midst of the sea. That's what Christ was saying. That's what he was saying. Listen to me carefully. And you know why this is so good? You can do this from anywhere. You don't have to go to a special place. You don't have to go to a mountain. You don't have to go to the seas. You don't have to go under your bed. This is repositioning the condition of your heart. That's all. Because beloved, like I quoted uh, somebody yesterday, what is a man but his heart? A man is good because his heart is good. A man is healed because his heart is healed. Proverbs says that a man's spirit can sustain his sickness. He said, but who can bear a broken spirit? If a spirit is broken, the man is broken. If the spirit is healed, the man is healed. If the spirit is great, when I say spirit now, don't forget, I'm talking about the man's heart. That's what I'm talking about. That's what the man's heart. Look at the manifestations of the spirit in Galatians 5.22. All those things are heart emotions. Love, think about it. Love, joy, peace, patience is a condition of the heart, beloved. And so now we know where to focus on. My beloved brother and sister, if there's a war you need to fight, eh, going forward, that if you don't, if you have understood what I'm saying, if you don't catch this drift, if you don't catch this thing, right? If there's a battle you have to fight, is the battle that protects your heart at all times. Again, wouldn't it make sense why the scripture says, God, protect your heart. It didn't just protect, it didn't just say protect it. It said protect it with due diligence. That is all diligence. If there's a battle you have to fight, is to contain that which is in your heart. That, for example, in the example that I gave now, that when you see yourself with your, when you see yourself carrying your baby, when you see yourself perfectly hid in your heart, you keep it there, maintain it there, nothing changes it. Any other suggestion, any other thing, any other thing you feel is outside of it. And you know how to be in this place. You don't have to go back to this place over and over again. My brother, my sister, leave the other one for God. Now you know how you could do one. I've explained to people, if you need to do something, what you need to do will be given to you. You will see it, you will understand. Don't worry, 
don't try to go what you are doing is you are planting a seed you have sown a seed so powerful deep in your spirit leave them you don't have to go and dig it up to see whether it's doing well or not just leave it it will manifest praise god i'm saying this i'm breaking this down so anybody who can hear me this morning one thing you will start to know is that remember remember everything we say connects to one another remember when i was giving you an instruction december last year saying say bye bye to excuses Say bye-bye to any excuse. No matter how good the excuse sounds. No matter how legitimate the excuse sounds. Say bye-bye to every form of excuse. Excuse. Uh, this because of the country. It's because of APC. It's because of President Biden. It's because of Russia. Uh, it's because of these people. It's because you didn't do this. It's because of that person. No, 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 no. Say goodbye to every excuse. Saying goodbye makes you take responsibility. Knowing that, yes, whatever has happened has happened. But beloved brothers and sisters, the greatest part of this is that you and I can create a new life, a new destiny, a new picture of our lives and hold it there and it will be so. If you've been without pain, you, if you've been with pain, you can be without pain. If you've been poor, you can be rich. If you, have not, if you don't know where your life is going, you can know where your life is going. And beloved, don't let anybody judge you and don't judge yourself. Don't see them and saying, eh, you know, they are I, I read the, I read these things. I read these things people write. It makes me cringe. And that's why people are not moving forward. Don't try to be holier than the Pope. Don't try to say, oh, well, you know, uh, this whole thing is not about, you know, good life. It's not about keep quiet, keep quiet. Before you, before you read some of those things people write, before you think about those things, sit down and think first. Look at your life the one who created your body the way he created it had an intention don't forget our body is built in a way that it can recover itself our body is built with immune system to defend us why do it all that why do all that god wants us to have a beautiful life qed Anybody who is preaching on the I mean, you, you can believe what they say, and remember, it's okay if you believe it's fine. Well, as you believe it, it becomes your reality, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You can judge and condemn and say, Well, we are saying no, this is this whole thing. They are not talk, they are not talking like that. Oh God, don't be more holier than the Pope. Don't be more spiritual than the spirit. Don't be more God than God. The God who created us and built us in a way that we can enjoy things, we can taste things. Our body was designed to be healthy. Don't forget all this nonsense you are talking about came in after the knowledge of good and evil came in. That's when sickness came in. That's when suffering came in. That's when fear came in. That's when pain came in. All of those stuff were not there before. And so don't retain a sense of judgment. Oga. God has given us a blank check. I say it over and over again. God has given you a blank check that regardless of where you have been, regardless of your circumstances, you can create a new destiny. You can create a new life on this blank check. Don't forget, if there's a rule to apply, of course it's the golden rule. Do unto others as you will them to do unto you. That's all. That's why Jesus said, in all that has been said, you will summarize in this, love your neighbor as you love yourself. So whatever destiny you're creating is good for God, is good for you, is good for everybody around you. God has made it. Now, when you start walking on that realm of good, 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 who are you like? You're like your father. Genesis tells us that everything he did was good. It was good for him. 
It was good for the universe and it was good for the man that he was creating. Now, when you are creating good, 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 you are becoming like your father. Let those who want to argue, argue. Let those who want to be more righteous than righteous be. Let those who want to be more spirit than spirit do. Let those who want to be more wise than wise do. Focus on your life. Focus on your life. God has not put the responsibility of your life to somebody else. Focus on your life. If there's anything you don't get in what I'm saying to you, if there's anything that is not clear, uncle, auntie, brother, sister, I beg, get back to me. Ask questions. Send me a WhatsApp. Doesn't matter. I will do my best to explain. If I don't know the answer, me and you will believe for the answer. Me and you will see ourselves in the answer and it will make manifest to us. It's as simple as that. Don't let anybody use their own ignorance and keep you in bondage. Let your spirit soar. Praise God. Amen. And amen. There are people today who think that their life doesn't work much. They, they say to you something like, you know, I remember I used to, somebody used to live in my house before and the guy was saying, oh, you know, all my life, if I can just get a job of 150,000, I would just be okay. And now suddenly after some few months, he was given a, an appointment and then he has money all over the place. And when I reminded him of those life, no, he was only saying that because of how situations has conditioned him. Praise God. Beloved, please be free to dream. Be free to see yourself better. Be free to see yourself in health. To be free to see yourself enjoying your family. Enjoy your marriage like you have never enjoyed before. Enjoy your children. Enjoy your, your, your family. I want to say it and say it again. It is the will of your father. Beloved, this morning you have been served. Help me to circulate the message as much as you can. And listen to me carefully. For those who will believe what I said, don't forget, they died in the wilderness because what they were supposed to believe was too good to be true. They were going into a land where they would drink from wells that they didn't dig. It was too good and they rejected it and died in the wilderness. You and I are soaring above all this religious drama because God has brought us into life. Please help me to spread the message and don't forget this morning you have been served. Shalom.